what's good, y'all? It's your boy Dave Jeff from Fly. Y'all know what it is. Y'all listen to UBM Radio. This is your spot for music, talk, and faith. Your station for talk, music, and faith. UBM Radio Chicago, a service of urban broadcast media. Overrange against won't be the game, but long little cheat for a little old thing, little boys bang bang. Long little cheat against fighting over rings against won't be the game, but long little cheat. Yeah, watch pretty mama while I slay my cane. Long little cheat, uh. It's the lifestyle show that gives you life. This, that, and the third on UBM Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Calvin King the Third and Reese PC. Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy Calvin Leroy King the Third, and this is another live episode of This, That, and the Third, brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media, starring yours truly and the lovely Miss Reese PC hey, Peanut Buttercup. So we are in the building this Friday night. It's eight o'clock, man, or a little bit past the hour, whatever you know, CP time. But uh, we about to get it cracking, man. So we thank you all that are tuned in on the Facebook Live. Thank you all that have been sticking with us on the Urban Broadcast Media website and app. And thank you for those of y'all that listen via uh, SoundCloud, iTunes. Are we on Spotify or, 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 or Tidal or anything? No. Nah, not yet. iHeartRadio coming soon. No, you know what I'm no, saying? No. Coming soon. TBD. But, uh, man, just for those of y'all that don't know what it is, this is This, That, and the Third. It's a lifestyle show where we give you fresh uh, and new perspectives on situationships, relationships, sports, entertainment, politics, music. Uh, business and more, man. So we gonna recap whatever we feel like talking. Whatever about. The, we feel like talking about, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? So we gonna recap last week's show for those of y'all that weren't with us and some of the uh, highlights from last week. We went over the top stories from 2016, top movies, top music, and we also talked about our city, man. Shy City stand up. We love our city, man, but CNN seems to think that there's a, a crisis going on in Chicago. And depending on where you at and what time it is and who you around. You th- might think so. Too. There just might be. You might get, uh, what's it called, uh, Chirac out here, G. You know what I'm saying? But uh, So we talked about the 60-minute special on CNN about uh, Chicago, a city in crisis. We talked about cit- uh, uh, citizenship by investment, man, where you can actually buy your way into being a, a, a native of different lands throughout the world. Else? Have y'all heard of this, G? Like, that, I guess that's a new way for rich people, right, Reese? Right, right. So, that's what they're doing. citizenship by investment. Mm-hmm. We talked about health news, man. We know in the, in the black and brown communities, you know what I'm saying, we suffer disproportionately in some regards to different illnesses like heartbeats, uh, heart disease, diabetes, um, you know what I'm saying, a lot of different things, man. So, the, we talked about the American Heart Association and the Sugarless Wednesdays, which we'll revisit a little bit later in our health segment. We also talked about sports, college football, man. Shout out to Clemson, Uh Bringing home that title and, and defeating the Roll Tide. So I didn't now, see it coming. Is it over? It's, it's done, Zoe. Okay. Until next year, it's, it's gone to November, and uh, Clemson is the uh, is the man right now, uh, King of the Hill. And then uh, also in NFL, we talked about uh, the NFL uh, playoffs and who you got in the Super Bowl. I think we ride with the Patriots or the Packers, uh, somebody like them, some some white quarterback dude. <laughs> Some white quarterback dude. I heard, wait, uh, the Seattle Seahawks, right? Aren't Seahawks they? still in it, man. And they ain't as good as they have been in previous years, but you can never count them out, oh, man. Okay. You can never uh, count out a champion, man. And they do have that championship pedigree. And then we talked about buying black, man. Obviously, man, we want to uh, celebrate U- U- Ujama. Is it Ujama? Is corporate cooperative economics? You, I, I'm a yeah, pop quiz yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, one of them, one of them, mm-hmm. one of them uh, Kwanzaa principles. But we want to we want to circulate our dollar throughout our community more and more and more and more. I think on average our dollar circulates like once, but then in other communities it circulates at least 12 times before it leaves the community. We're trying to get on that level, and I think we can do it. So we're gonna give y'all we gave y'all some strategies and tips about how y'all can possibly buy black, and we actually have a new. Small Business Roundtable starting in February here on Urban Broadcast Media. We all could tune in to hear Sister Africa Porter. Shout out, Sister Sister. Hey, girl. You know what I'm saying? And uh, she will tell you all that you need to know about how to shop black here in Bronzeville, here in Chicago Southside, the greater Chicagoland area, and ultimately uh, nation and worldwide. And then we had the big announcement that we are now available on iTunes. So that was the recap from last week's show. You know what I'm saying? For those of y'all that weren't here, but for those of y'all that just tuned in for the first time or revisiting with us, we're going to go and talk about some current events, man. So when you think about current events, like what's the first thing that pops into mind? What was the headline of this week, in your opinion, Reese? Uh, what was the headline from this week's news? The Golden Globes. That's Golden Globes. Um, and what else? You know, 
Chicago has just, they've really been, the, the DOP just came out with a report. The, the, the so DOP, that, right. That has been leading up to that. Right. Um, that's really it. Okay, what happened on Tuesday at McCormick that everybody was oh, talking about? Oh, 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 yeah. See, I forgot. Look, look, look. In and Out Burger. See, <laughs> see a Cali girl for real in the making. Cause see, In and Out Burger. <laughs> I we really just had one it. of the oh, biggest what? monuments, most monumental events but here see, in the that side. lets you know see, like, how... Oh, yeah, some new Yeezys came out. What? No. <laughs> Look, but that just lets you know. Okay, that was great, bruh. Mm. Let's move on. Did you know that Trump met with Steve Harvey today at the Trump Towers in I New York? I did not know yeah, that. So, like, did Steve Harvey have on like a blonde mustache? No, like, yeah, he look, had the hair? Look, or? I was so shocked. Damn. And But... Steve was Steve. And right. Steve in the camera was looking like, Kept his yeah, suit, y'all suit. know I'm here and I'm trying to see what he owns. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? He, wasn't, to get he a didn't pulse. change up at all. And basically he said that um, he met with Ben Carson. Mm-hmm. Ben Carson is now in charge of housing and urban development, y'all. Right. Shout out to HUD. Right. He has to be voted in, though. But he Man. met with them and they are talking about Chicago being the first city that they attacked. That they're going to make an example of? Yeah. And then Steve was like, they want to hit every other inner city where it affects you know yeah. the black population so, disproportionately I mean man. that I woke up from my nap like wait what yeah, Steve, well, I, Steve Steven what you <laughs> doing so you know the Obama farewell speech yeah. Great, but okay, we got to get. Yeah, we got to get back to what's going on now and yeah. tomorrow, man. But shout out to Barack, man, because he did put on for the city yeah, at no, least one last sweet. time. I think a lot of times he gets the short end of the stick, being from the shy, being African American, being male, and people think he's going to save the world. He's not Luke Cage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He had it hard. He had it hard, man, but he did a lot and he, lost, he, he left a, a lasting legacy. So as it pertains to the farewell speech, did you get a chance to check it out or how do you feel about Look, it? Look, you know what? I didn't watch it. I, I haven't recorded it. I still haven't watched it. Uh-oh. I don't know. But I, I saw the highlights and stuff on Facebook. And okay. then I saw people commentating on about, you know, well, whatever, what did he do? You know, at the end of the day, I don't care what he didn't do. Right. He killed Osama. He killed Osama bin Laden. You know. Killed him dead. All right. So, if that was really him. Because <laughs> we, we, we never met him. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't get no dental <laughs> really reports. I'm just saying, we no, really And if you watched the movie, know. it was really dark. Right. So, I don't know. So, but we don't, we don't know. Don't to be continued. Well, Rest in peace or no nah, to <laughs> Osama bin Laden, man. So what what else stands out about the um about the legacy that Obama leaves behind, man? Is it is it tainted? Is it like ah he didn't go out on the highest note possible because Trump is gonna what? dismantle everything that What's he that? built okay, anyway? So what legacy did Bush leave on? That about summed up his eight years. Really? Okay. And his pops. So okay, so what about Clinton? Clinton low key snaked Black America, so to the Clintons as well, right? But we they didn't realize it then, right? So right? Right? When he left, yeah. he left on a, the one thing I can't say about Clinton because um, I I was into it hard at, when he was in office. He got us out of debt. He did. He did. He did set the budget in place and stuff like that. But he also did a lot of things with that mandatory minimums yeah, and making sure unfair sentencing was happening with black people. You know what I'm saying? Really safe. Doing his turn. You felt really safe. Hey, Come on, saying. man. I think I the more. I could play in the playground. We played in the streets. We yeah. out. I didn't have to worry about straight bullets. I'm I think that saying. was just because of the age you were order. at during his pregnancy. Uh, his his, <laughs> his uh, presidency. I you know a, what I'm saying? I was saying I was a kid. I was. Yeah, safe. but regardless of who your president was, you would have been a kid I and you would have had fun. Child. You had a little yeah. bit of fun during Reaganomics. Let's keep it real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, the economy was not trickling down like they wanted it to, but we were still on the swings and the jungle gyms. But in terms of the farewell speech, what do you think was the biggest takeaway from? speech or what do you think what do you wish he would have spoke to that he didn't well the part that i did hear um when it was on i heard him say basically if you don't like who was in office if you don't like who was in office then mm-hmm. get your clipboards and mm. get out and do it and pound run. the pavement yeah ring the doorbell and, and that was jehovah that was the witness like, for real for real, for real you know, stop talking about it and do something like literally yeah. do something yeah. and run for office run for these positions yeah. you know rally together and just stop complaining and so i'm like oh because he was kind of going in yeah <laughs> he, he like, kind of well, was treating i was like good job he kind of was throwing shade like man talking about him yeah. and you know that I, that can get on your nerves so yeah good for him i, I think the biggest uh moment for me was when he got emotional talking about the lovely first lady the floatus of the world uh, Miss Michelle Obama, you know what I'm saying, and his beautiful daughters, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and I noticed yeah. one of them wasn't there. Was that ever? She had a, an explained? exam the next day. Okay, well, you so know, she had, she had, she had school stuff to do. School, you know, school dad, I get you who you are, day, but this right. is just a goodbye speech. I she got said, you. "Dad, you're gonna be president again." Don't trip. I'll be at the next one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, when he got emotional talking about Michelle, I think that really spoke to my heart. Just 
on the black love tip and just seeing, you know what I'm saying, I that that, that example that they set as a black family. We ain't seen that since the Cosbys. I know. You know, and, and they then, won't even put that back up. Yeah, right, we already see what happened with that. So, man, shout out to the Obama family. Keep your head, keep your dogs, keep your daughters, you know what I'm saying, keep your wives. Um, <laughs> also, you know what I'm saying, I think they've become like kind of the new standard in relationship goals. You know okay. what I'm saying? Right, and I get that. Right. And I, I felt his speech... I agreed with everything because, you know, Michelle, she didn't have to do all that and probably she didn't want to do it. Yeah, and he I'm did sure say she, she held it down. Oh, yeah. For all of them people up in the office. Excuse me. You know what I'm saying? Excuse so, me. I get it. Um, now, as far as everybody aspiring to that, that is great. Right. But be That's real a power to couple, who you man. dating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Date up. don't have Obama. Date up. Okay. Obama was dating up though Like she was exactly. on before he was And exactly. then she kind of made him The best man he could be I think yeah. that's what's so dope About their relationship Is they both cold But they cold her together Would you agree? I agree Alright cool Well let's switch it up a little bit man And get off politics And talk about what's going on In the southeast coastal states man It's primarily Florida So we know that you know uh, Not too long ago Maybe a year ago You know what I'm saying It was um, a mass shooting in a, in a gay club in Orlando Right? And then more recently, there's been a shooting at the Fort Lauderdale uh, airport. There was a manhunt recently with somebody that killed two cops. And then you said it was something about an Uber driver being held at gunpoint to go rob yeah, a bank. What's yeah, up? Man in Miami, what the hell going bank? on in Florida? Now, this was uh, a story related to just how social media um, is is maybe um, using people or just, you know, egging people on, mm-hmm. you know, to do this stuff live. Because they talked about the boy who, who got beat here. Right. Um, and so they were like, yeah, this Miami guy called the Uber and told him, like, look, take me to this bank. I'm about to rob this bank. You my accomplice. He robbed it. And, like, <laughs> it was crazy. And got in the Uber and took out. I don't know so who dude waited? this. The dude wait like how he was like man this dude gonna give me a bad rating I better wait or like wow well, maybe what? he wanted that money right he said man cut me in <laughs> do some strange with a little piece of change I don't know man I don't know what's going on in Florida they got mass shootings they got I don't know. cops maybe getting they killed need some of this cold weather Uber drivers getting held up at gunpoint you know what I'm saying and I actually had an experience a not so good experience recently with uh, my Uber driver man shout out to all the good Uber drivers out there because it ended up I'm not gonna get y'all the nitty gritty. But, you know, we ended up not finishing the ride And we had to get into a cab, you know what I'm saying And I tried to talk the cab driver's ear off About how if they don't do something In terms of uh, Pretty much, like, y'all need to be fair As a cab driver and go anywhere And pick up whomever Because if not, Uber is going to continue to You know, push you guys out the market But then Uber be acting like They stuff don't stink sometimes, man Like this dude literally, you know Was kind of just being a little bit too Too, he was too uh, in tune with what was going on in the back seat, and it's like, man, Instead focus on like, driving, focus bro. On drive, you know what I'm saying? I ain't doing nothing disrespectful to your cottage and the third. All right, don't don't be in my mix in the back, man. I kind this my this my. Okay, what was you doing? I wasn't doing nothing. <laughs> what happened was I put my, you know, how they had a party hats for New Year's Eve. Right. I put my hat on his headrest, and he didn't like that. Oh, and so I was that kinda, bothered him. Hey, it bothered him, but it went to the point where he like did the most, and I was like, kind of. Having to show him like Dog you're doing the most And if I turn up You're not gonna like it You know what I'm saying But when I got in the cab It was the same type of situation First of all They got the bulletproof glass So I couldn't even do that I had to put my hat on the seat And you know what I'm saying We got along fine But I'm just saying Shout out to Uber Shout out to all the real cab drivers out there We just trying to get to A to B man Can we just get from A to B man That's all I'm saying Have you ever tried uh, By the way Uber Uber Eats have you tried that yet? No, I haven't. Gee, a uh, Uber Eats person in they the dead of winter, when, when yeah, when when it was cold as ever here in the city, can't, it was on a bike. Yeah. How can you work for Uber if you don't have a car? They did Uber Eats on a bike. Yeah, can you explain that to me? Because you're delivering food, and downtown, most of the people are on bikes. But Uber, like, what if a Uber came and picked you up and it was a bike? And you was just like, we're... No, yeah, you can't do that. But Uber Eats is just delivering. So they're not um, transporting anybody. So, yeah, they can be on a bike. Where was my food when you were riding your bike? Um, in the little the little thing. I didn't see the little thing. I just saw a bike. Oh, maybe he had it on his little carry-on. Man, I'm not Did sure, man. Did you get your food, though? I, it wasn't even me. It was a uh, homeboy <laughs> that was at the same spot I was at that ordered it. And it was just, I was just kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to rock with that. I might stick with um, Grubhub. Uh, Grab up well, good, you know enough, good enough. Good enough. These niggas don't come into the door or nothing. They be like, I'm outside. You be like, well, bring it, bring it to the door. Yeah, they be like, ring mm. my bell. They be like, nah, I'm good. You put your number at the bottom <laughs> for a reason, right? These ones be tripping, man. Uh, but, no, um, I, I've only been on Uber once. Oh, that's okay. so sad. But do you use uh, Grubhub? 
Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. You would you recommend it? Yeah. All right, cool. All right, man. So uh Florida, keep your head. I don't know what's going on, but don't bring none of that shit up this way, man. We got enough of our own problems, man. So we're gonna switch real quick into entertainment if that's cool with y'all. And thank y'all that are tuned in on the live. Thank y'all that are tuned in on the on web on the website, www.urbanbroadcastmedia.com. And thank you for those that downloaded the Urban Broadcast Media app and listen to us each and every Friday as well. Shout out my man D Curtis Randall on the boards, man, giving us everything we can handle. Shout out to that trick daddy that he used to that he was just playing. And now to that Dougie Fresh the show instrumental, man. So in reality news, man, what's thinking what what you think about this whole Soldier Boy versus Chris Brown beef and how it's just daily updates? Are you tired of hearing about it? Are you interested? What's what's the deal? Um, yeah, I haven't heard about it since we last talked about it. So you haven't heard any of the updates in terms no, of 50 is now even. promoting uh Chris Brown. Uh Mayweather is promoting Soldier Boy and 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 training him and None other than Iron Mike Tyson is training Chris Brown. Did you hear about that? But why? But why? I think I think at this point it's a publicity stunt. Are they giving stunt. this money to charity? Or I haven't heard where the bread is going. I would assume I mean, I that it's going to go to some type of charity. I haven't even seen any social media on it. So yeah, I mean it did kind of come and go, and I think that's the thing with social media. Everything can be it could be everything today, and then tomorrow it's like, what, what was that again? Right. If it has no substance. Yeah, and this was pretty substanceless because I think it started over Karushi. Karuchi. Yeah. Karuchi, Kahuchi, you know, you know what's her name? Kanuchi, right, okay. whatever her name is. Shout out to Tunchi. But um, yeah, I guess uh, her and Chris Breezy, whatever, got a, a past or a history or a present or a future. And, uh, yeah, they like off and on. Yeah, so Soldier Boy apparently liked one of her pictures and commented maybe. And then Breezy kind of hit him up off, off the airwaves and they start going back and forth. But then, did you see the clip of Soldier Boy trying to be on some hard, you know, crip stuff or whatever, blood? I don't know what it, which one he is. But he was like, man, I'm from Bompton. Yeah, so he must be a uh, he must be a blood because he don't say the C. So he said, I'm from Bompton. Goes to his ta- hometown. Oh, and then, is that what they do? Yes, yeah, so Crips slow. do not say, uh, I mean, bloods do not say C. So they'd be like. Uh, really? So yeah. they don't say cat? No, nah, they'd be like bat. They'd be <laughs> like, man, that's brazy. Like, brazy? But I'm from Bompton. I'm from yeah. All, the C's become B's, but nevertheless, uh, yeah. Shout out to all the gangbangers, the true gangbangers, man. Wherever you're at, man. Shout out. But uh, apparently, both of them are associated with these gang factions. So, Soldier Boy goes back to Bompton, aka Compton, and tries to you know go live on Facebook talking about yeah, I'm back in the hood. Chris Brown can't come back this way. We got the band out of die, and then almost got beat up. Yeah. Okay. Now you remember that clip? Yeah. Okay. So what you th- what you think about the whole little you know what I'm saying like what what what's the why behind this man is it just to make Soldier Boy back relevant because we ain't said yeah, his name think, in a while I think that's what it is he's bored he don't have nothing to do yeah do you he, think Chris I mean, Brown's serious though because he seemed like man I'm less talk more action you know and I love me some Chris Brown Breezy <laughs> shout out Team Breezy <laughs> just saying you know I think he would much rather be doing his music doing his thing right just wishing people leave him and his right stuff alone. He stay um, with the issue though, don't he? He do. He so stay I, I think for issue. that reason, he will just respond, right? Just to prove, you know, a point, right? Which I'm, I'm still a firecracker. I mean, you got you do your thing. You Chris Brown. Why do you care what Soulja Boy got to say? I'm just saying. So in our promo earlier this week, I posed the question to you: What other celebrity or historian or even mystical figure would you want to see square off in the ring against somebody that they've kind of been known to have beef with? So like, would you have wanted to see back in our day? Tupac versus Biggie actually fighting it out in the ring, or do you think that would have been one side? Who do you think would have won between Tupac and Biggie in a fist fight? I mean, Straight I don't up, know. Biggie big. Biggie is a heavyweight, but I don't know how Tupac. You know, Tupac that, was he been in he jail. Looked swift. <laughs> he looked swift, didn't he? He looked, he looked, he looked agile. <laughs> he was always in jail. I Man. mean, if you can survive that, you yeah. know something. <laughs> you can survive anywhere, right? <laughs> and it, it saddened me, but when I don't I, think I would want to see them fight. I would like to see who you would want to see. <laughs> I would like to see them old Destiny Child members fight me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Which one I in particular, or just so all of them that didn't make it? <laughs> I'm so bad. All the ones that came through, like Latoya Luckett, and then the other ones. Look, look, I was watching this. I don't know. Maybe not Latoya. Cause she cool. Maybe Latavia and that other girl, Farah. Yeah, yeah. But I was watching um, a YouTube video of them, and somebody had made a video, and it was like they were at a uh, interview, right? And you could see Destiny Child kind of looking at Michelle funny. 
Like she wasn't hit her note right. That's ah, what it okay, was. okay, okay, okay. So when you say like, Destiny, how you talking about Kelly and Beyonce? I would just like to see whichever one of them had the issues. Right. Fight. I just want I would, that would be entertaining. Do you remember on 106 in Park when she failed Fail, and yes. they just kept it moving? Yes. 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 That's I mean, but even when Beyonce would fall pole. and stuff. Yeah, you know, she got her hair cut, caught in the fan. Yeah, before. you, you got to keep it. Yeah, when, when it's live, you got to just keep but going. Michelle was such a goofball. Yeah. It was like, oh, somebody she help said, her. Yeah, she said, I'm gonna do gospel. You can't boo church songs. You can't boo church choreography either. I guess you don't have to have. You don't have to have choreography. <laughs> right? He said, praise, dance, praise, <laughs> dance. I love God. Uh, what I was gonna ask you? Oh yeah. So what about like, what what about like a, a historical figure? Would you would be like, man, I, I want to see if they could really throw hands, man. Have you ever you had? You know, a- of course, everybody wants to see Malcolm X and MLK, right? Martin, you right? Know. <laughs> but you think MLK is like oh. sweet, or you oh, think Malcolm would just? You think Malcolm all day? He better. He better, right? <laughs> Dang. So I don't even know. Do we have any good movies about Martin Luther King? Because when I think of Ma- Malcolm X, I think Denzel in the ring. You know what I'm saying? Do we have any? Because I remember. I think of Malcolm. Malcolm was. No, no, no. I'm saying like who played Shout out to Martin Luther King in a movie and did good. Do we have um, any of those? Do we have any examples? What's his name? Um, not not people's from Shaft. You didn't like him? I'm just asking. Is that who you're talking about? Because he was a little light-skinned to be he was, Brother King, Dr. King. But no, you have to go to the older movie. Yeah. The ones that were done. Um, Look it up I like the one when we was growing up when they showed him as a kid. Yeah, they had that's the little boy king. About. Yeah. It really looked like yeah, him. Yeah, and it was like a non famous actor type yeah, that played yeah. him. It was like those because movies. you look like him, we're gonna cast right. you as opposed to you are a yeah, known those, actor. Those I, I liked better for yeah. King. We yeah. haven't, yeah. And then right. but I get tired of the same story. You know, come on out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There has to be like an untold story. Can there be an MLK unsung? Like what we don't know about him? Yeah, you know what? I took a class in college. It was called uh the theology of King, mm-hmm. and so we spent three weeks on King, mm-hmm. and we went to Nashville, we went to Memphis, we went to um, Alabama, Selma, Atlanta, I'm missing something, Montgomery, mm-hmm. all the like everywhere he went in that circuit. You retraced um, his footsteps, and we learned so much more about yeah. him. He was just he was a man, you know what I mean? Yeah. He was a man that was called and followed. Yeah, um, his his calling, his purpose. So um, it was interesting, and you know I. I've only been to Montgomery once. I don't ever plan on going back. Man, shout out I to the felt, gump. Shout out to the gump. I mean, it was like, heavy. His house was, I felt it. I just felt like the time hadn't changed. Yeah. I was like, okay, this he is He said, good. okay, we'll guys, go. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. <laughs> right, I touched it. I was the only black person right. in my class. I touched it. <laughs> right, I'm done. Good. Everybody looking at you like, you straight? <laughs> um, I actually had the esteemed honor of going to uh, Mayor Rahm Emanuel's MLK breakfast for Interfaith right, today. Alliance today. And uh, among other exciting things that happened during that breakfast, the keynote speaker talked about a very little known fact that as it pertains to the assassination of Dr. King, there was a lawsuit. I don't know if it was a civil lawsuit or whatever, but it was against like the state of Tennessee, the city of Memphis, uh, J. Edgar Hoover, the FBI, the United States government, this and the third. And they lost like they was like, oh, no, y'all guilty of uh, conspiracy. To assassinate Dr. King I'm like how did we not know this dog Like we felt like his 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 killer was always at large And you know what I'm saying This and third no, But in no, reality they, 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 There have been movies Or maybe because I took this class we Right you, you just you just I woke. knew that And they have I the museums Oh my god when you go to I, I think it's not Memphis that. They have the museum Where you go to where the shooter was Right and you get room. that perspective And that angle Yeah they, yeah. they have all the information That's all It's funny that you, we talking about it Because my son You know they talk about it in school he said, Mom, they don't know who killed King. I said, yes, they do. They do. They just don't report it enough. who? I said, the U.S. government. Yeah. The, go- the U.S. government got found guilty of conspiracy, G. I said, a bunch of white people. Right. <laughs> and there was probably some brothers and sisters up in well, that yeah, mix. I you mean, know what I'm saying? But the same way that they used always, them yeah. to, to kill us. But it's always somebody. Yeah, they, they know that. All right, but we gonna move off King because we got all next month and actually this upcoming Monday. Shout out to Dr. Martin Luther King Day. Uh, so I hope y'all celebrate with a day of service. We'll be here broadcasting live. If y'all want to tune in? And uh, all February obviously is Black History Month, so we're gonna celebrate that the best way we know how here at Urban Broadcast Media, as well as throughout our youth division, who their shows will be dedicated to highlighting lesser known African American contributors to our legacy in the life of the of the culture, man. Uh but we're gonna stick to celebrity news real quick. And you said being Mary Jane has returned. That's um Gab Gabrielle Wade. Gabrielle yeah. Wade's show. Her. Do you follow her on Snapchat? I do not follow you her. You should. On Snapchat. She's not like over the top. But I think 
since you like basketball, I feel like you'll get to know D-Wade more because he's in all her snaps. Man, I just know this dude has found the fountain of youth since he's been with her, man. He dunking niggas, three-pointing niggas. Like, he's, he's eating healthy. He's in a real good space with yeah, her, man. He she, she's his Michelle. Exactly. She's his Michelle. Everybody need a Michelle, but man. It, it, but it, it took Gav some time to get there. You yeah, know what I mean? remember she had the Confessions had of Fire on. Shoes. Was that on the Oprah's? The Oprah show. Wait, 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 Mama, was Mama Felicia was looking like, like mm, girl, you got problems. Girl, girl, strap it up. Uh, <laughs> all right, with the Golden Globes, you said that was something that really piqued your interest this week. With the Golden Globes, we know uh, Moonlight won big. Did you get a chance to see that movie Moonlight? No, I can't find it. Yeah, I mean, we gonna... I'm not trying to go to the movies. I'm sorry. Right. I'm just saying. I was taking a look at it, but it was kind of not the highest quality, so I haven't oh, seen yeah. it. Seen it? I, I can say I heard it. I've heard it, but I haven't but, seen yeah, it just yet. So we'll check that out. If y'all know um, anything about the movie, let us know. Uh, Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino. You kill me with that, like that is amazing. Yes, me. and we was just listening to his album last night because I was not hip. G from from start to finish. Really, I'm gonna listen. To Crazy. It. Send it to me. This dude is super talented, man. But uh, he he is the 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 creator of Atlanta. Um, who actually won? He he actually won for best comedy drama. It actually won for best comedy drama series, and he won for best actor in a comedy oh. for Atlanta. And he's actually the creative mind behind that and other projects. Like he was writing on Community and I think Thirty Rock when he was like maybe twenty twenty one years old. So this dude is just very well versed in the industry. See, and I didn't know who he was. I saw him on the red carpet, and right. they were talking about his velvet suit. Right? He was, yeah, because you know, he real stand out. Yeah. And I was like, okay, but I thought he was Danny Glover. I thought nah, he was related. Nah, not 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 Danny. <laughs> look. Donald. So when he gave his speech, he was like, and shout out to Bad and Bougie. Like, right, that's like a right. dope song. I was like, who is this guy? Man, you <laughs> love him, don't you? You got to love this dude's spirit, like, man. Who, who says that in a room? Like, you know what I'm saying? In that room. Right out. In that room. Okay. That Donald Glover, because he marches to the beat of his own drum. He's creating his own lane. He's employing his own people. And when you get that type of, you know, momentum, you can say what well, you really want to say right. instead of worrying about how it's going to be received. See, so, and why everybody be so hard on Kanye? Hey. Yeah. I love Kanye. And uh, in, in, in related news, Tracy Ellis Ross, the lovely Miss Rainbow from uh, Blackish, she won for Best Actress in a Comedy. Shout out Rainbow, shout out Blackish. And then Viola Davis for uh, Best Supporting Actress in Fences alongside Denzel, who did not win, but I'm sure that's a dope movie as well, which I haven't checked out, but I'm actually going to the Do show you know who won? to see that. For Best Actor? Yeah. I'm not sure, but I want to say it was uh, La La Land, La La Something. Uh, I knew that before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and then there was another thing where they confused, you know, Taraji P. Henson got that movie about the black women hidden contributing figures. NASA, not NASA, right. hidden figures. And then Denzel and Viola have fences. They kept calling the movie Hidden Fences, like combining <laughs> the two titles. And I kind of just think it speaks to the fact that to some people, uh, that's black and, and other stuff is not. Black. You know what I'm saying? They just throw all the black stuff together. One thing that uh, Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, said during his epic speech, in addition to shouting out the Amigos and Bad and Bougie, was that he grew up in a house where magic wasn't allowed. What, what do you think about somebody that's that talented? And so many of our young, beautiful black babies are so talented, but we come from these environments and these situations that might, you know, get us on the wrong track and we might not manifest, man. How do we interrupt that cycle and get more Donald Glovers? Now, when you say magic wasn't allowed, meaning his- he's not allowed to dream to be what he is now like this is supposed to be impossible what he's living right now but actually it should be the norm for us as talented as we are yeah he he, i don't know it's something within a a child early that and you can see it in your kids you see if they got it if they're not right like how well they really listened to you and follow right your path right or because some of these kids really do be like yeah i'm I'm good yeah (laughs) i figure it out on my own pop right and Mm -hmm. i think that's that's great that he was able to take that and keep that to himself. Right. So he was able to kind of nourish it and, and manifest it, and you know. Yeah, you gotta own your you gotta own your potential, man, because you are the greatest. You, I think the world, especially America, would like to teach us that we're competing against the person next to us when really we're competing against ourselves, mm-hmm. our potential. You know what I'm saying? As long as you realize your potential and die empty, I think we're all winners, man. So as cliche as that might sound, I think it's accurate. Accurate. Before we go to our first break, man, I just want to plant a couple seeds. So in addition to them confusing uh, hidden figures and fences, there's also just uh, some understone, undertone going on with the fact that Hidden Figures is a movie starring, again, Taraji P. Henson. Shout out to uh, Baby Boy. Uh, and she plays Katherine Johnson, who was one of NASA's computers. A.K.A. the human calculator. So for those of y'all that do not know or have not seen the movie uh, before computers, as we know them, 
people used to have a job or occupation called computers. So she was like so dope at math that she did everything that we use computers for on a mathematical mm-hmm. tip. Mm-hmm. She did that just by hand and by head. You know what I'm saying? So uh, her contributions and those the co-stars along with her, their contributions to making sure that America was first into space, first to the moon, first to Mars, all these things as we were competing with Russia is a little known fact and story. You don't really associate African-American women with that achievement in American history. So my question is, why does it take a movie to hip us to such real stories of our own history? And then how many other similar stories or unsung stories are there like this that have gone untold? And how do we get them out to our people and to our culture? Um, okay, first, you know that lady's still living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw her on uh, on the yeah, two. She, she old. Look good. She old. But she looks. Good. She she old. She, like she, she old. old. I don't know if I want to be that old. She but, old. Um, she I old. think we have to read. We got to read. And the school is you, parents have to understand that the school system is not going to teach your kids African American history. True. They Why would not. they? Why would so, they? You know, you have to read. You have to force your kids to read or make them interested in reading. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, because if you don't, and if you're not teaching them, they're not going to know. Right. That's um, true. And so it's a matter of us just wanting the information. I, I believe the information is out there. I'm sure this is in a book. Right. And, and, it's in a book. You, it, it, it is in a and book. And I think Malcolm X said something. If you want to hide something from a Negro. Put it in a book. Put it in a book. Oh, that was good. I made. I did a little you good did, You did. You just stole a quote. You stole a quote. Shout out Look to Reese. The, the plagiarist. I read. Hey, but straight up. Re- yeah, readers are leaders, man. And leaders are readers. But I, I will say this, man. The oral tradition has to be restored into the African-American community. Yes. If we read and knew the stories or the stories were at least told to us and we could pass them down orally, even if your student or your child is not an avid reader, they're probably going to listen to a story. That's the best way to communicate information and the best way to teach somebody. Would you agree? Do you? Do I what? Stories to your kids. I do, man. When I when I when I tuck my babies in at night, I come up with the dopest fairy tales ever, and they pertain to us as the King family. But I spin it and I flip it and I turn it around, so they feel like they're in a, a, a episode of Frozen or Shrek or something like that. So I animate it a lot, but it also always has a moral to it and always tells them about just manifesting and glorifying God in the way that they live their life and the way they treat other people, only in relationships. So yes, okay. I do. Okay, I don't do that. I'm a little more. <laughs> okay, okay, I don't. I'm, I'm harsh. I'm. We read factual stuff. Right. You need to know. I think because I have two boys. Yeah. So I just don't have time yeah. to fluff. Yeah. A lot, and I yeah. tell them that y'all don't have time to be babies. Right. Sorry. It's and I, I will agree because I think most of the time I do the tucking in. It's me tucking in my daughter, and my son is listening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I feel. So it's like they, they want to know about Columbus. They want to know about King. They ask me. I'm giving them the truth, right. the facts. Right. And then we go look it up. Right. And then we go read about it. And you know. That's what it is. I can't, you know. I hey, how about some hardcore? Yeah, we like it raw, says <laughs> Reese Peasy, man. So we gonna take a pause for the calls, pay some bills, man. We thank y'all for tuning in to this, that, and the third right here on Urban Broadcast Media. We thank y'all for streaming us uh, on the website, downloading the app, and then also checking us out on SoundCloud and iTunes, respectively. This is this, that, and the third with your boy Calvin Leroy King and the lovely Miss Reese Peasy Peanut Butter Cup on Urban Broadcast Media each and every Friday night at eight o'clock. Make sure y'all tell a friend and tell a friend to tune in each and every Friday and check us out, man. We gonna pause for the calls do some station identification and we'll be right back after these commercial messages stay with us y'all Sundays at 2 on UBM Radio. Hey everybody, Rachel Ray here. Nothing puts a bigger smile on my face than cooking up a big meal for family and friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in America who are struggling with hunger. These children, that's one out of every five, often have to skip meals because there's just nothing to eat in the kitchen. Yet there's more than enough healthy, nutritious food produced right here in America to feed every last hungry child. If only there was a way to get it to them. 
That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families all across our country. But they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America at your local food bank and at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit the shelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60. Two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. The Royce Glamour Radio Show, Thursdays at 3 on UBM Radio. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers, people who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Yo, what is good? Welcome back to This, That, and the Third with your boy Calvin L. King and the lovely Miss Reese PC Peanut Butter Cup. Hey, y'all. So uh, before the commercial break, man, we just recapped last week's show. You know what I'm saying? We talked about some entertainment news, Soldier Boy versus Chris Brown. We talked about, you know, what historic, historical figures we would want to see in the ring. You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe Barack versus Trump, man. Maybe they can get a little, a little uh, charity event going on with that. I think the world would tune in and see Barack still off 
Donald Trump. Gee. Well, of course. But of he would course. never get in the ring, dude, no, like a senior would. citizen. But um, we also talked about what the hell's going on in Florida, man, with all the shootings and the killings and just the negative energy Besides out there. Besides the warm weather. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's one positive out there. Shout out Miami. And then we also talked about some Golden Globe news with uh, Moonlight being a big winner at this year's Golden Globes. Shout out to Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover for Atlanta. Uh, shout out to all the black actors and actresses that walked away with some trophies. Uh, including Tracy Ellis Ross for playing Rainbow in uh, Blackish, and then Viola Davis for Best Supporting Actress in Fences. And then uh, we just talked about some some things about how do we get more in tune with these stories. For example, Hidden Figures starring Taraji P. Henson. How do we get more in tune with our contributions to African-American history and American history in general uh, when we have so many untold, unsung heroes, man? And Reese said we got to read, right? That's your solution? Yeah, read books. We got to read and read to our kids, Go right? Go to museums. True. You know, take trips. Say museums again. Museums. Museums. <laughs> she's so. She's so like eloquent. Z on the real. She look and talks like Claire Huxtable. <laughs> Let the record reflect. All right. So then, what about um Black History Month themes, man? We gonna be on some Black History Month themes for the youth division, man. And what are some things that you would like to encourage our youth to 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 celebrate and focus on? And how how would you want um Black History Month to be celebrated in these days? Um, with the youth here yeah. uh, on the show. Um, like we talked about, I think that they need to find someone that maybe that they can relate to. Okay. Make it personal, and then right. that way they're more into learning about that person. Right. Um, yeah, no, I don't want to put restraints on them. I just want them to go do some research, mm -hmm. look up somebody in radio, look up if you want to be a broadcaster, look up somebody that was in broadcast, or a musician if you want to be in music, or True. whatever your... Niche is. Yeah, yeah, look up that person. Um, because in, in high school, I had to do something similar, and I did on Lena Horn. Okay. I love Lena Horn. Yeah. I'm waiting on the movie. Yeah, like, I yeah. can tell you about her family. So it's Who going to play But her? I was into... Me. Okay, excuse us. <laughs> Y'all heard it here first on this and the third, G. Me, I'm just saying. Straight up. Um, but yeah, I think if you do something that you're interested in or find somebody you're interested in, it'll make it easier. Right. So. Make, make, make it relatable, man, yeah. because, I mean, I see a lot of what Dr. King talks about in, you know what I'm saying, my life, but then I also like learning about rebels like Nat Turner, you know what I'm saying, because right. I'm like, man, I'll I be wanting to turn up sometimes, and how would that turn out, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And then just, you know what I'm saying, a lot of the... And this, this could be, you know, even old, but like uh, George Washington Carver, you know what I'm saying? You you know, you go to his school, but do you know who, know who he, he is? is? You know what, what I'm saying? Yeah, like W.E.B. Du Bois. There's so many people who uh, contributed to African-American history and American history in general that were African-Americans that have CPS schools named after them. That is crazy. Yeah. And we be sleep. Like you could say the so name all day, are. but like who? What? You know what I'm saying? Um, like, for example, in reading about Lena Horne, she went to school with W.E.B. Du Bois. Like, who knew that? Thurgood Marshall. It was like, they were like the elite. The club, black. right. Yeah. We're like, man, we the, we the honor roll students. Right. So, you know, when you read, you find out other things. Different I, connections. Yeah, yeah, the Langstons and the right. man, the W's and the, and the Thurgoods. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, Thurgood Marshall, man, he was one of the people that... Uh, to my understanding, when I was watching things, like if you see the connections, I, I'm just saying this, I ain't gonna act like I'm a historian, but right. if you see the connections that the Thurgoods had with the Megger Evers, who had with the Oscar Robinsons and the, you know what I'm saying, the basketball players, and you know, it's just, it's just so many different little niches that it'll spark they interest. all were connected at that point because yeah. it was not, it wasn't many of us. Right, it wasn't in many prominent African Americans so, in those positions. But see, again, now some of those are in movies, but people don't yeah. watch those older movies yeah yeah um that shows you the relation and who these people were because see sometimes that's how i learned about them yeah and then i read later on but you follow up yeah, yeah you want to do additional research people don't know and then sometimes they have conflicts like third good didn't always agree with what mlk right wanted to do right so there's always conflict within the group and you can't yeah. sleep on Marcus Garvey with the Pan-African movement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We was talking about Dr. Um Umar Johnson and uh, Sarah Setti, but the, kind of the founder of that was Marcus, Marcus Garvey. Garvey. You know what I'm saying? So the information is out there is what we're saying, people. Y'all need to uh, incline your mind and go out there and get it if you want to stay woke. All right? Uh, speaking back on Golden Glows, Meryl Streep, you know what I'm saying? The Devil Rails Prada. Did you know that she, in her lifetime achievement or acceptance speech, she threw some shade at President-elect Donald Trump, calling him a bully and a couple other things that weren't so uh, flattering, and pretty much said that he and people in authority positions need to take more accountability and responsibility for what comes out their mouth. 
because they are in a position of power and influence that it will show the right and or wrong example to our youth. So what do you think about, you know what I'm saying, how Trump kind of, you know, he talks about the those that are not like him, right? So mm-hmm. if you're disabled or if you're not white or if you're not male, he has something kind of negative. Right. He could say something kind of negative about you. What's the solution uh, to, in, to the insensitive nature that we possess for those that are not like us? Because we as black people might do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Everybody does that. So what's the degree. solution? Like, how do we get um, to some common ground? I think what... To, to her point, if you're going to be the president, okay, there right. has to be a standard. Yes. Um, if you're going to arrest people for other similar stupid stuff, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. You can't just say, I can do it and, and not right. expect other people. I was surprised that she said that. I think it was great coming from a white woman. Yeah, yeah. Enough said. No, because you don't want to hear from a white man. Right. You don't want to hear from us. Right. You know, or any other minority group. Straight up. A white woman. A privileged white woman. Right. You Telling know. it like it is. Yeah. So and that's that real. That was great. And she, I know the Golden Globes are supposed to be fun and all that kind of stuff. But whatever. We ain't in a fun state yeah. all the time. So. You got to use that platform to get a real message out yeah, sometimes. Why not? Yeah. Why not? And I, I, just, I just like the fact that, you know what I'm saying, it's an opportunity for a solution. I, I look at all these challenges that we're facing, whether it's an on, on the political front, whether it's, you know what I'm saying, at home or in education or whatever. It's an opportunity for us to come up with these different aspects to the solution to come up with something to look back and be like man we left the world a better place than it was when we inherited it well i don't think that's what trump is thinking so. i know hell no nah, hell <laughs> nah. not trump that doesn't pertain to more trump of part, part, as an individual right we all have to figure out if that's how we want to be and if that's not what we like about ourselves and if that's not the way we want to be right then change it but i i don't think trump is in that line all right so sp- keeping on the topic of white women in particular that don't really support trump have you heard of this thing called uh the uh, safety box pin safety pin box no but i'm sure you're gonna educate me on this i will give you the <laughs> knowledge uh so the safety pin box man is is pretty much started by two liberal very very radical if you will uh african-american women uh, marissa johnson and leslie mack out of grand rapids michigan this particular solution to white supremacy targets white middle-aged moms who feel like they lost the election and want to differentiate themselves from other white women who seem to have gotten trump elected it comes full of helpful tense uh hints rather that can offset white supremacy such as uh be kind to black elders and here are some helpful hints on how to engage with them uh give blacks better tips when you go out to restaurants and things of that nature it's a monthly subscription where they send you a box every month full of these tips and this little uh pin this little safety pin and uh it kind of just is your flag or or you know how like the trump supporters wear the make america great hats this is like the counter of that and um it's 25 to 100 dollars per month depending on how many uh things you're getting what level you buy in at and uh liberals are criticizing it because they said that the owners are profiting off of racism so i want to know is there something wrong with capitalizing off ignorance or a tragedy or are these women filling a necessary void based on supply and demand what are your thoughts um well i mean hey they figured out how to make some money off of this and you know what? It's probably close to their hearts because you said they live in Michigan. They live in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah. Right. Okay. Look at where they live at. Man. So they Thumbs down already. Right. They're surrounded by <laughs> mid, what middle-aged white women. Yeah. You know that have you play something to, to say, and you know why not? I mean, hey, if your idea could make a buck, go so, for it. So, w- w- would the reverse be true if somebody was capitalizing and monetizing a way to be more white supremacist? Like to be more racist, to be more exclusive, to be more. But there are already groups out there. The websites for ISIS. I'm saying I'm not saying there aren't. I'm saying how do you feel about it? Do you think that there's there's a moral contradiction there, or do you feel like man? The internet get money. Um, there is a moral contradiction, but the internet allows the market to be open. Right. So if you're gonna cut one thing down, you got to cut the other. Right. And it is a free market out here. And at the end of the day, I think that we we miss the fact that every single day is not an election day but we always vote with our dollars wherever you spend your money yeah. at that's where you kind of voting and saying i approve this right? right so if it's an oil spill people are like well don't shop at bp well you know what i'm saying how long does that last you know what i'm saying or, or go to BP. i'm just saying but you know what i'm saying you get gas yeah right and there's not a lot of gas providers so at the end of yeah. the day do you know where you get your gas from or no, you do you what? not 
side note, I just watched Deep Water Horizon. Oh, yeah, with Marky oh, Mark. Oh, my God. It was good. BP, they just so bogus. Yeah, they was trife, man. They was trife for that. Mm. They was trife for that. All right, man. So we just want to know what y'all think, man. Should you be monetizing or, or you know what I'm saying, gaining uh, any type of monetary value or advantage off of the, the state of America, the state of our humanity right now, man? Or is it something that we should, you know what I'm saying, not look to monetize, but just spread positivity and good words and good messages about? Shout out to Marissa Johnson and Leslie Mack in Grand Rapids, uh, Michigan, for coming up with a solution that helps yeah. people identify where they stand because a lot of times you can't, you can't tell. And I think we look at white as white and they look at black as black. So we probably look at all white people as, man, they probably racist. And they I probably don't. Okay, well, tell me about I, that. I, I don't only because How do you I went to school in Iowa and oh, I man. lived in Arizona. Oh, yeah. So, and I went to school in Oak Park. So she has the benefit of uh, I diversity. know they all not right, right. But you, you got to get to know them to know that, right? And I'm saying just you how can kind of know within your interaction. What are some warning signs? What are some triggers? Setting. Um, how they talk to you. It's yeah. it's about a mutual respect. Yeah, I had and I had a dude tell me the other day like you're so articulate, and you just say. Oh, Thank you. I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> like, I didn't want to take it as a compliment because no. I know what he meant by it. Like, it most black people aren't. Take and I'm it as like, a compliment what? Because maybe most black people that he has come in contact right. with were not. Right. And most black people I come in contact with right. are not. We, we, got, we got a lot of so, growth I in mean, that area, but. Right. So sometimes you just have. They don't know what. To, when I went to school in Iowa, it was people. I was the first black person they ever met. Right. Did you represent they, well? They asked me. Yeah, I did. But I then did. we I had a whole slew of people that were from Chicago. And I would be like, well, Chicago's not really like that. Is that is uh Pelly Pelly, your capital? Is that the is, is that a street? What is what is that? That's wild, Z. Were they from the west side or south side or from all over? Both. Yeah. He's got a nice and All they blend. talked about was the block. I yeah. was like, well, I don't know what the block is. I missed I'll be the block. Downtown. I missed the block, right. <laughs> he said, Go, Coach Nick. All right, man. So uh, let's switch up one more time, man, before we get up out of here, man. Because we said that the Obamas are the new uh, standard for relationship goals and African-American relationships. And you said you agree with that, sort of? Not, not yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Um, so we just want to wish definitely the Obamas uh, well in their future endeavors, man. Because after you're done being president, like, where do you go? What do you, you write books and do right, lectures? You got a whole bunch of time on your hands. Yeah. So, like, well, what are they going to do? I heard, this was a while ago, though, that Obama was going to be an editor in New York. Okay. Because I think they're going since they're gonna stay in DC, because Sasha gonna finish school. Right, right, right. I think he got him a little gig. I don't know if it was for the Times or what, but yeah. it, he he was gonna be an editor. That's what's up, man. We just pray that y'all stay together. Shout out to Al Green. Let's stay together in the background, man. And mm -hmm. we just want to make sure that, you know what I'm saying? We just spreading positivity and spreading love. And I just appreciate the example that the Obama set for us as a family, as a as a married couple, as fathers and mothers, as children, and even as domesticated as pets. Yeah, as leaders, as man. Leaders. Like everything that they did, man, not saying it was perfect, but it was done with great style, class, and excellence, man. So you can't take that away from them. Yeah. And just shout out to the Obama family, man. All right, man. So what about um, the price of fame, man? You know what I'm saying? There's been a lot going on these days with celebrities, and we feel like money solves problems, and maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But what do you think, uh, what comes to mind when you hear the price of fame with, like, what D. Rose is going through, thinking about walking away from the NBA, missing a game last week, um, you know what I'm saying, things like that. What do you think, what comes to mind when you hear the title, price um, of fame? I just feel like they don't have the right people around them. It's all about your team. Yeah, you have a you nice circle. Have a nice circle. Nice or a circle. Very no square. Circle. Very small people circle. Who yeah. Aren't looking out for themselves, but looking out for your genuine best interest. Yeah, and, and I your think family. I think that's where we see the Soldier Boy and Chris Brown situations where they're hanging out with so many people that are just yes men, and nobody's like, "Bro, you probably." Damn. Shouldn't do that. Yeah, like that's not what's up. And I think the people that you don't really see in that in those messy situations are the ones that have those teams, those small teams and those solid teams yeah. of advisors, man. Any good president has them, any good celebrity has them, historical figures, things like that. Uh what about like Kim Kardashian, Beyonce, Bill Cosby, you know what I'm saying? What do you think what comes to mind when you think about their price of fame? Well, like with Beyonce, you don't really see her being that social. I think that's the price she's paying. Only at the top. She's always with Maybe her assistant, her husband, yeah. her child. You know, her and Kelly were in a group, grew up together. You see Kelly with Lala yeah. and Kim and right. just everybody else hanging she out. She can invite places. Yeah. yeah, and Beyonce, I think she, because, I don't necessarily think because she's who she is as far as an artist, because she could still be social. But I right. think that's just not who she is. She's and, a super elite. Yeah. And she has, 
she feels like she's in this corner. Kind of like Diana Ross. Yeah, yeah. Who can I relate to, right? Yeah. Like, you got a, a queen. Who is a queen going to hang out with? You know what I'm saying? I mean, she hangs out with Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. Shout out to Gwyneth. <laughs> and Apple. Right. But that's about it, though. And then Kim K almost got, you Kim know. Kim K keep pretty much her family. Him. Yeah. Like, you know, she, she got to keep close with her, her sisters. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, she's even cut down on the amount of friends. Yeah. You know, that hang out around her. Yeah. So, and that social media following don't really mean nothing because at the end of the day, who going to ride for you off social right. media? Not many. I think D. Rose just, I think everybody was just trying to eat. You yeah. know, and that's so sad when, you know, the brother, yeah. typical story, the brother from the hood. Meal ticket. He makes it and then you just kind of see everybody just spending. It's like, who's, who else is working around here? Yeah. I mean, because What's your job title? What's, I mean, a, what's your value add? I see all of these games. I see these kids wearing these clothes. Yeah. I see these houses. Who else is working? I'm yeah. sorry. Y'all know you gotta pay taxes. He's right? supporting the whole community. You right. know what I'm saying? And it's, it's it's unfortunate, man. So keep your head, D Rose. He actually, you know, came back in grand fashion and they actually beat the Bulls in Madison Square Garden yesterday. Yeah, so that's right, because I saw Gabriel Union with yeah. Lala. Mm-hmm. He back he back to his normal swag, but I guess he just had a bad hiccup in the road. And for those of y'all yeah. that are interviewing tomorrow, because we do have some employment opportunities here at Urban Broadcast Media, please bring your A game, not your D game, because <laughs> there ain't gonna be no no calls, no shows. You ain't gonna just not be coming through here and not call your employer and say hey this is the reason I won't be able to make it let's be professional and let's be um, you know what I'm saying positive and, and, and upward man be upward and onward with everything that you do alright so lastly before we get up out of here man we want to remind you all that the American Heart Association we really want to focus on black health man so the American Heart, Heart Association is having a sugarless Wednesday challenge where they're trying to get everybody to go sugar free just one day out the week and that day of the week has been designated as Wednesday can you do it Reese or have you been doing it have you tried it what's up thought about it but i don't think i had any sugar on wednesday she don't, she don't do here. a lot of sugar she don't do a lot of sugar yeah i was here okay and when i'm here i really don't eat that much wow she said we are an impoverished <laughs> employment <laughs> entity we have no we just got a new fridge man so we can at least refrigerate our goods but uh you know yeah man not a lot of sugar being consumed right yeah, I, don't, I don't she don't I, share none of that neither. i don't all right so what are your tips to stay fit like what are you doing in your life to keep people uh keep yourself fit well rather? i'm getting back on it because mm-hmm. i took a little break it's looking good um whatever it's looking good over there uh you know you have to commit to a routine at some point you yeah. got to do at least three days that's the bare minimum right Three days, at least 45 minutes of cardio. And right. that's just going to keep you where you at. Right, right. It ain't going to change nothing. It's going to maintain anything. something. You have to put an hour in and really probably change how you eat. Yeah. You and know? I actually heard that, you know what I'm saying, eating is 85% of the battle. You know what I'm it saying? Is. It's what you put in well, The body. older you get. Yeah. Okay, because, yeah, when we was young, we yeah. could eat, Man. go work out, eat, go work out. Right. Um, and it didn't matter what we ate. But you can't go home and eat a whole pizza. Nah. Or have fried fish and chicken. Yeah, D. Curry said, yeah, I can. <laughs> I bet you I can. <laughs> he gave up meat. He gave up meat for the new year. Something like it. Maybe maybe just red right. meat. He gave up red meat. But <laughs> shout out to D. Curry. Shout out to everybody that's still sticking to their uh, resolutions and intentions right. for the new year. Well, and you don't don't take stuff away that you know you can't. Live without. Yeah, yeah. you know, just eat smaller portions. That's true, too. Uh, you know, I got this Fitbit, and I would recommend that because at least lets you know where you at and what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? I know my sleeping patterns better now. I know so my, like it? my steps. Yeah, all that. And I always achieve my goal because I'm a pretty fit dude, and I, I think I just got a body type that just lends itself well to I don't really have to work out that much. But you're then still young. I hoop a lot, too. You know what I'm saying? So I do the hooping thing. I don't do still the weights. Uh, I don't eat crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still trying to do that. I'm still young, still forever young. young. <laughs> and then also, man, you know what I'm saying? Mental. I think it's mental too. I think it's food. I think it's you know uh, exercise, but I think it's mental, man. I wake up every single day and don't lift a weight, but I I, I get my mind right. You know what I'm saying? I do my meditations. I yeah. do. I, I I get in tune with myself every single morning, and I kind of just you know command my angels to move in a certain way that I, I, I declare health over my body. I declare my cells to be functioning and my members to be working in full capacity. So I think it starts from mind, body, soul, spirit, the whole nine. You know what I'm saying? So it's a holistic approach to health that I would suggest to people. Okay. You feel okay. that? You but, didn't know that about me? I didn't. Okay. <laughs> but for Rasha those Shana, of you who are not numb your whole as, as in fit as him, come on, man. I need to go the... to the gym, okay? Yeah. That stomach is not gonna disappear. LA Fitness, <laughs> bumped in fitness, <laughs> bumped in fitness, y'all. All right, man. So that's another, uh, that'll do it for us on another episode of this, that, and the third, man, with your boy Calvin L. King and the lovely Miss Reese PC. Yeah. 
And we want to thank y'all for tuning in each and every Friday night live right here on Urban Broadcast Media. This is a black-owned media, multimedia station, man, that has everything from radio broadcast to helping you create your own content, get your own show produced here. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's radio, film, television, whether you need a commercial, black-owned businesses, brown-owned businesses, white-owned businesses, we do it all, man. So you know if y'all what? need and anything. if you haven't been here, you should come visit. You need to come check the spot out, man. It's always open. It's open-door policy. We're located at 4108 South King Drive. We would love to have you we would love to host your event we would love to give you a tour we would love to host your show we would love to just say what's up and meet you man so if you're ever in the brownsville area please stop by uh urban broadcast media located at 4108 south king drive that does it for another episode of this then third with your boy calvin l king the third and the lovely miss reese pc peanut butter cup Not only y'all make sure that y'all tune in each and every friday night right here on urban broadcast media make sure that you share with a friend our facebook live make sure you tell somebody to tell somebody to download the urban broadcast media app check out www.urbanbroadcastmedia.com Go to SoundCloud, check out this, that, and the third, and definitely go to iTunes and check out this, that, and the third as well. And check out our Facebook page, man. We're trying to get our fan base up, yeah, man. We're trying like to get our us. likes up, man. So this, that, and the third. I, 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 like the Roman numeral third. So y'all check us out, man. Tune in each and every Friday night. Shout out to D. Curtis. Shout out to Reese PC. Shout out to Lennox and the Sip. Shout out to me. You know what I'm saying? Calvin L. King. And we are out. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next week. Same Jeez. bad time, same bad channel. One love. Peace.